Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High Magazine. Always thrilled to have in studio with me, Skip Vanderbach, who's the Center Director for USO Denver. Hi. Hi, Melissa. Thanks Good for to having see me you again. Great to see you as well. I have to tell you, since you were here last time, whenever I go to the airport now, I notice the USO, and I was just out in Phoenix, and big signs for USO. This is where to find it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like very aware of it now. Yeah, well, there's 230 USOs worldwide, so you're going to find us if there's a, a major military installation nearby. So USO Arizona operates out of Phoenix there. Okay. Um, yeah, we're here at the airport. We're downtown at the Military Interest Processing Station, and then we go anywhere in northern Colorado, southern Wyoming, the military needs us to go. Tell me a little bit, for folks who have been like me and they've seen the, the USO sign, but they're like, what exactly is it? Tell me about that. So the USO is a nonprofit organization. We're 501c3. Our mission is to strengthen America's military service members by keeping them connected to family, home, and country throughout their service to the nation. Um, Like I said, we do operate 230 locations worldwide, so we have them as far as Afghanistan, Iraq, Korea. But if you're here in the States, if there's a major military concentration, you're probably going to find a USO nearby. So when I go out to the airport and I see the signs for USO, what would I find inside? So for USO, it depends on the location you go to. Okay. Um, so at, for our location at Denver Airport, what you're going to find is like a United or Delta Lounge, but strictly for the military with all the services being complimentary. We don't charge military members for anything that we do. Um, so you're going to find Wi-Fi, big screen TV, places to sit, um, coffee, um, donuts, hot dogs, those type of things. Mm-hmm. We try and make it kind of like that last touch of home while you're traveling. People we see may be going overseas on a deployment. They may be going to basic training for their initial training. It may be families that are just traveling to see family they haven't seen in a while to reconnect. Um, And that can be stressful. Mm -hmm. So we try and take some of that stress off of them. And I would have to imagine, too, and you said families, and I think that's a key, that it's not just for the active military person themselves. That is correct. Uh, It's for the military family. So um, to use the USO, uh, you do need to be what we call currently serving. So an active duty member, National Guard member, Reserve member with a current military ID card, or their dependents. So spouse, children, uh, that type of thing. Now, they can sponsor in uh, guests that are traveling with them. Um, and at the airport facility, we do make um, an exception on space available basis for mm-hmm. military retirees and um, their dependents as well. And what kind of hours are you open at DIA? Uh, Denver Airport, we're open from 5 in the morning till 10 p.m. at night, 365 days a year. Uh, there are occasions um, with the two bomb cyclones recently, we actually uh, kept the facility open overnight because we had stranded military guests. So. I, I wondered about that. Yeah. And I'm sure that was like a huge relief for them to have somewhere to stay. I The feedback we got was very positive. Um, most of the hotels, unfortunately, were filled up by mid-afternoon. So just having a place that was a little bit more comfortable to hang out mm-hmm. than just out on the terminal floor, um, I, th- I think most of the guests really enjoyed that. Obviously, there's going to be people there working at the facilities. Who are those people? I'm glad you asked that. So um, actually, the USO is a very heavy volunteer organization. So uh, here in the just the Denver area, I have four staff members that are paid staff members, but we have 200 plus volunteers that actually make our mission run here. Uh, there's four shifts a day of four volunteers eat out, each out at the airport facility. Uh, at our downtown facility, we have two shifts a day of two volunteers, and then we have a team that supports all of our outreach efforts. Anytime we do an event um, at Buckley or anywhere the military mm-hmm. may need us to go, we take 
two, four, six volunteers with us to support those events as well. So volunteers are hugely important for you all. They are extremely important. And if anybody would be interested in volunteering with us, uh, volunteers.uso.org is the website. They can go in, just put in the zip code, and it'll bring up the closest USO to them and connect them with us. What are you looking for in a volunteer? Anybody who uh, wants to really be supportive of the military and what they do. Um, There is some time commitment depending on which of the teams we have that you join. Uh, the airport um, requires us to have about 12 hours a month, which is about three shifts. Okay. Um, we try and get people to sign up for four, so basically one per week and kind of work the same shift each week. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown is kind of the same, but that's a little easier because you don't have to be badged. So the one thing about our facility at DIA or Den- Denver Airport is um, we are on the secure side of the airport. So you have to have be a ticketed passenger or a badged employee to be able to get to us. Um, so there's some um, more stringent requirements for the airport. Downtown, much easier to get into. It's the federal building at 19th and California. Four is where uh, they do all the processing of all the new recruits and that type of stuff. And then our volunteer offsite is very simple. Just tell us you want to be on the offsite team. You do the basic USO training. And then we ask people to kind of do maybe one event a month if they can, so 12 events for a year. But if they can't do that or we don't have enough events during that time where mm-hmm. they can... We're not gonna. We're not gonna raise a stink about that. And if you're just joining me, we're talking with Skip Vanderbach, who is the center director of the USO here in Denver. Tell me a little bit about your career and how you ended up at the USO. So prior to joining the USO, uh, I was actually active duty Air Force for 26 years. Um, I retired, moved out here uh, to be close to family. Uh, my son's going to CU Boulder as a junior. The USO position opened up shortly after I got here, and I couldn't think of a better way to kind of stay connected to that military family that I'd been with for 26 years mm-hmm. than, than joining the USO and be able to provide services and programs back to them. So it's been kind of a neat, neat connection and transition. I bet. Were you ever at the Air Force Academy? Actually, I graduated from the Air Force Academy. Okay. Yep, I'm a 1990 graduate. Very nice. You're very familiar with the Colorado atmosphere and lifestyle. You've seen the growth that's happened. Definitely, yeah. Between the, I used to do the drive from Colorado Springs up to Colorado State because um, my wife, at time girlfriend, uh, was uh-huh. from Boulder. She was going to CSU. And I can remember open spaces between Colorado Springs and Fort Collins. They're not there anymore. They're not. <laughs> I even remember that 20 years ago. Yep. It's just, it's just not the same. I know that USO, you have a career fair coming up. Yes, we do. Okay, when is that? And tell me about that. So May 22nd, uh, Lowry Conference Center from 12 to 4 p.m. Uh, we're doing a career fair for military members, uh, military spouses, and veterans. Um, we just sold out our last table on Friday, so we're going to have 47 companies attending looking to hire. Quite a variety of companies, companies like Lockheed, AT&T, Verizon Wireless, Brett's Electric, Swire Coke. Uh, we have... Craig's Hospital, we have quite a gamut of out there. And we're actually, uh, our partner this year is Colorado Technical University. Uh, they're helping us put on the career fair and get the word out. Why is it important for folks in the military to have this career fair? The military does a great job of training you while you're in the military, and they do give you some resources when you get out. But the transition process is not always the simplest. I, I found that when I got out of the military two and a half years ago. When I got here to Colorado, didn't have a lot of connections, and just having somebody that I could go to and say, hey, do you have resources here in the community that can help me out? Mm -hmm. Uh, And the USO provides what's called the Pathfinder Program that provides resources and services to those types of members uh, that are looking to make that transition. So things like how to write a resume, Mm -hmm. uh, how to fill out a federal resume, because that's different than a traditional job. Okay. Um, How to use your VA uh, GI Bill benefits, how to link up with educational institutions where you may need to get training. If you're you're a truck mechanic but you want to be a computer programmer, how are you going to get that education? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Pathfinder program will sit down with folks and help them build an action plan to go from point A to point B to go from that military to civilian life. I was going to say most companies and people I know want to hire military, but I think it also is taking that special skill set and transitioning that into 
the workplace. It is. And it's, and it's finding how to transfer that military lingo into what employers understand. Because a lot of employers, employers don't understand the military. And what if you're a commander in the military, what does that mean for your leadership experience? Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're a mechanic on this particular equipment, what's that mean to their actual, what are you going to bring to their bottom line? Okay. Um, so having resources that can help translate those pieces from military to civilian and actually make your case clear to that employer are extremely helpful. The job fair, is it for people that are currently transitioning out of the military and into civilian life? That would be one of the categories. Okay. So you also have a lot of military spouses, and people don't think about this a lot of times, where I moved 13 times in 26 years with the military. If my wife had had a career at each location, every time we moved, she'd have to start over. Okay. So having resources that can help her in the local community when she got to that new place would have been helpful. Um, so we're opening what we do, both the Pathfinder and this career fair is open to the military member, military spouses, and then veterans too, because there's a lot of veterans out there mm-hmm. that may be looking for a new career or may not have one right now. And we're hoping to bring together the employers and those people that are job seeking and making some matches. So if somebody is listening right now and they're in these categories, they're like, this sounds like for me, but they don't have the resume together yet, like you were talking about. Where do they start? Do they start at the job fair or do they need to do something before they show up? They definitely want to do their prep before they show up. Okay. Um, definitely pick out something to wear that's nice. Have your resume as up to date as you can. Um, if you haven't reached out to the USO Pathfinder uh, program, um, you, if if you just look it up on Google, you'll find Google USO Pathfinder. You'll find it. They can also, if they want, um, go to the USO Denver website. We have a link to the or Facebook's probably the best. Go to the link that's there for registration, and you can find all the companies that are there with links to jobs that they have opening. So you can research those jobs. And kind of tweak your resume a little bit for okay. each of the companies you might be interested in, in interviewing with, or at least dropping your resume off with while you're at the career fair. Okay, so you really kind of, it sounds like the Pathfinder program maybe is that first step for some of the folks. I would recommend that as a good first step for anybody who's making that transition. Again, the military does offer transition training to you as you're getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you're out, it kind of ends a little bit. So having somebody that will carry through with you after that initial transition um, is a good piece. What was the hardest thing for you transitioning from the military to civilian life? And I know you're with the USO, so you're kind of, you've got that military tie still, but what surprised you? How specific your your talents need to be um, for a company that you may be applying to. I've got a very diverse background. I, I flew a little bit. I did budgeting for the military. Uh, they thought I needed more education, so they kept sending me back to school. So I have four master's degrees. But none of that really translated. And I should have done some more market research before coming back to Colorado because um, my background with what's here don't really align real well. I should have gone probably to another state where aircraft um, businesses are more prominent. Mm-hmm. Here is very space and intelligence-based heavy, which are great technical fields. But if you don't have the background in that, it, it's challenging. So um, doing your research, if you're going to make a move, is important. Uh, and making sure your skill sets align with the market you're going to is probably a, a critical piece I'd throw out there. And and that has to be a lot of work because you're working, you're in the military, and to think of transitioning out and to find time to do your homework and to balance family and to plan the next big move, that seems like a lot. It is. It is a quite uh, involved experience because you've got to go through all your, your military out-processing you have to do things like get ready for your VA to get your determination on disability ratings and all that and how to get into the VA system. Uh, if you're talking about using your GI Bill benefits, you've got to research that and figure out how you're going to use them um, or if you're transferring them to family members, those type of things. And then, yeah, you're you're writing res- you're learning to write resumes right. if you've never written a civilian resume in your life. And thinking about wardrobe because the military has told you what to wear for the last however many years of uh-huh. the time you've been in. 
Uh, so thinking about buying a nice suit and a tie that matches, um, those type of things. Preparing things like your elevator pitch, that 30 seconds you may have to talk to that one person mm-hmm. in the company that you may run into and kind of saying, hey, this is me, this is why you should hire me type of thing. Plus, you've still got probably kids and family activities and all that. I was just that. getting ready to say, um, and then just the family move and that dynamic of, hey, here's where we're going and here's what we think is going to happen. Yep. Uh, for me, it was, yeah, I I retired on a Friday. My son graduated high school on a Saturday. And by Monday, we were on the road to Colorado to relocate out here from Virginia. It all happened really fast um, with no job lined up. So thank goodness for family in the area that took care of us uh, while we were making the move out here. But yeah, it is uh, depending on the choices you make. Now, if you stay locally, you don't have the move, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But it's still challenging to go through that. And it is a different different mentality when you go from, if you've been doing something for 26 years with a certain mentality and lifestyle mm-hmm. to go to something completely new, it, it takes adaptation. <laughs> I was going to say that seems, you know, I'm thinking about those, uh, those checklists they have for stress mm-hmm. and your, your move sounds like all of those like, Oh, major life choices, <laughs> move, child, leaving home, going to school. Okay. We're good. We're stressed and we're going across country and we're stepping out in faith and we don't know what's ahead of us. Well, the good thing about the military is they prepared me for all that. Uh, 13 moves in 26 years. My, my wife and I at one point in time moved uh, in one week or in three weeks, we moved from uh, Delaware to Alabama with three weeks notice. Um, and you just, you get used to it, you adapt. So that's one of the skill sets the military okay. definitely does prepare you for um, is being able to, to handle those type of transitions. Well, thank you for all you're doing. I think what you're providing here in the community is absolutely huge. Uh, besides the job fair coming up, what other programs does the USO offer? So the USO offers a, a wide variety of programs, and we tailor it a lot based off of the conversations we have in the military community where we're in. Um, so here in Denver, we do a lot of programs over at Buckley and programs may be something like a, um, working with the Denver Broncos to put on a tailgate party mm-hmm. during football season. Um, most recently we worked with the Cronky sports and the mammoth. They came out and did a little cross clinic uh, for the kids, uh, at Buckley air force base, the youth center gym. Um, we were just up this weekend in Wyoming in Casper, Wyoming. Um, we had a, what's called a yellow ribbon program. It's a pre-deployment, uh, for national guard unit up there, army national guard. 400 members and their families were there for this event. We went up and provided USO resources to help them out. Um, we have things like youth reading programs. We can bring parents in and have them record a book that they're reading to their kids and then oh. send the book and the recording back to the family. And it's not just for those that are deployed. Right. Um, there's a lot of people that are on shift work that may have a swing shift or something. They're not mm. home when the kids are going to bed. So right. we can even give those resources to them. Um, and those, that just kind of scrapes the very kind of surface of the programs That's that we lot. can offer. Uh, we do a lot with tickets for troops here in the local area. Okay. Um, we work with uh, the Rockies, Bandemir Speedway, Cronky um, Sports, and we get free tickets donated, and we turn around and get those to the military. So they stay connected to those community-type events mm-hmm. and can really connect with the, the community and the, the things that they like in the area. And I love how much you do for the families. That's one of our big focuses is the family. I mean, again, being in for 26 years, I know how much my family had to sacrifice being a right. military family. So it, it's not just about the military member. It is about the family and building that resiliency mm-hmm. for all of them. So let's go back real quick. Job fair for folks who are interested. They want to go May 22nd. Yep. Where's it going to be again? The Lowry Conference Center on the old Lowry Air Force Base. Okay. And how do they get more information? Uh, you were talking about the jobs that may be available, the companies that are going to be there. Where do they go? Um, they can look us up on Facebook. Uh, if you do a search on at USO Denver, you'll find us, uh, under the events, there's an event listed there. Uh, they can also go to denver.uso.org, uh, and they'll find us there. Uh, it'll take them to a uh, registration link on a ticket leap website, um, mm-hmm. but it's free. There's no charge to the military members, military spouses, or veterans that may want to come to the event. All right. And once again, all that information's up on the website. Skip Vanderbach, thank you so much for being here. 
Glad to be here, Melissa. I really appreciate you having us on. Oh, great to see you again. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thanks for spending your Sunday morning with us.